Hi, I'm Patrick. And I'm Sam. Welcome to Sloppy and Unforeseen, a podcast for worship leaders that aims to encourage conversation among peers. From the silly to the serious, we want to help you see both sides of the conversation and work to bring the church together. Whether you're team sloppy or team unforeseen, there are no right answers here. Just a desire to have dialogue between all traditions of worship. Welcome to the podcast. This is part two of our two-part interview. So if you have not listened to part one, you want to pause here, go back and listen to part one. Otherwise, you might be a little bit lost jumping into the middle of this conversation. So without further ado, here's part two. It rhymed. Well, you mentioned during at the beginning, Mark, the whole idea of, yeah, if you, you don't have a drummer and you know, week after week you don't have a drummer, like that's a that's a big church problem, right? Like, oh, I don't have enough enough people for my team. I know. I mean, it seems like, oh, you think that's a little church? I think that's a that's a big church. If your expectation is we're going to have a, a minimum of a five piece band and three singers, <clears throat> that's a that's a big team. I bet there are. I don't know how many people will listen to this, but you know, in the <laughs> the worship leader community, there are. I think thousands of people leading music on Sunday morning are like, I would love to have the problem that I can't, I just can't find a drummer because I can't find anybody. Right. You know, it's me and aunt Sally who has a heart <laughs> for Jesus, but can't hold pitch. No right. offense if your name is Sally, but you know, there are churches, there are way more of those churches than there are, you know, the churches. Cause everybody wants to be at the big churches. Right. So, right. Um, well, and they have, they have money. Right. <laughs> money, money solves personnel problems, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, for the most part. Um, I mean, having churches that have full-time paid sound techs, mm-hmm. I mean, that's great. <laughs> you never sure. have to worry about having a sound tech because it's his job right. <clears throat> and he can spend hours during the week. I mean, New Spring was doing this in South Carolina. They would, he would come in during the week with his multi-track and adjust settings you know, for hours, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you, but it's, whereas we're, most of us are worried about scheduling one, right? you know, this guy is making it sound perfect during the week, you know? So, right. but yeah, I, I think too, uh, churches, church music, worship music, not because of Hillsong, not because of Bethel, but, um, is like, it's the biggest purve- bigger, biggest, whatever of live music in this country. Mm-hmm. You know, that's every single Sunday. I mean, how many churches are in your town? <laughs> you know, right. we, we probably have a thousand. We probably have a thousand here. And there's, mm-hmm. so there's a thousand concerts, quote unquote concerts, every, every single Sunday. Sunday. Right. Every so, Sunday, 52 mm-hmm. Sundays a year. Right. Or, or so, more. Yeah. Or more. And you look at many yeah, those, many of those Good Friday and services. multiple services and everything else. Yeah. So, I mean, and then, so you look at, um, uh, you look at Sweetwater, you look at Yamaha, you look at, you know, you go to Nam. There's money in worship music. <laughs> For sure, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, and, it's a and, whole industry now. Right, and not that not that Sweetwater and Yamaha, and not that they don't care. I'm sure they do, right? I mean, like you know, uh, whatever. I can't think of names, but like <clears throat> they they're in the community too. You know, like you think of Ra- uh, Richard at uh, you know Presonus. He's, he's there, you know, like Rick runs sound at churches, like all these people from Presonus, they, you know, Stingray, they all do that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and so they do care, which is great, 
but it's it's a lot there's a lot of music and there's a lot of you know uh stuff going on so trying to um staff all of that <laughs> it's just everything's too spread thin you know yeah um i've always been of the mindset if there's less than and this comes back to our uh, discussion before we started recording about money and being able to pay pay people but like if you have less than a hundred people, less than 50 people, I don't know what the number is. If you have less than that, you should probably join up with another church because hmm. there's just not enough money. There's not enough staff. There's not enough volunteers. It's just, it's too small. Right. Uh, and you're just spreading yourself thin. Um, but we've gotten into such a mindset, at least here in the States of consumerism and wanting exactly what you want. You want what you want. And that's what I'm going to get because you can, because it's, there's another one five minutes away. It's the Burger you know? King church. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we, uh, we just bought tickets for uh, Ren collective and, nice. um, they're like, and Michelle was like, well, how far, how far away is it? I was like, it's like four miles away. And she's like four miles. She's like, is that closer than the church we're going to now? <laughs> I mean, I was like, I think so actually like, and we go to a really close church. Right. So yeah. I'm like, I think it's actually probably a little bit closer. It's, it's just, you, and you pass churches on the way to other churches. And it's like, why are you at the, why'd you drive past the one closest to you? I really right. would love to go to a church that's, you know, next door to my house, you know, or like oh, in sure. this, in this neighborhood, you know, yeah. like, yeah. Um, no, I, I totally get you. I, so I actually just left my position at the church. I mean, last Sunday was my first Sunday, uh, not at that church in 20 years. Wow. And, uh, you know, my wife Congrats, and I about- or- Yeah, no, yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and, and talking about where we're going to go as a church and not wanting my job to be the driving force of where we end up for our family at the church, but it's like, you know, I was driving an hour to church and the long story of why I was there, but, um, but you know, I'm like, I want to go to the church a mile down the road. I want to like, walk for a lot it. of reasons. I want to be able to walk like, to it. Right. But it's also like, it's probably a bit of an overcompensation. Like, I don't know that that's the best church for us, but to your point, like, but that's the church in our community. Like we go to their trunk or treat every year. Like right. I know the worship pastor there, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, my gym is next door. Like, um, yeah, it's just, it's definitely, yeah. It's one of those things like, why do we, <laughs> why are we always <laughs> seeking out bigger, better, you know, but yeah, I, I think that, I think it kind of leads into the, one of the other questions or we wanted to pose on this topic, but you know, luckily I think there are a lot of people listening who are part of churches that are growing, um, whether they're growing in size or number of services, but um, maybe opening up a new campus. Um, what do you guys think? What are some risks that worship leaders might face as your church is growing, you know, as, as our, we're, cause I think it's easy in this position to feed our own egos, right? Cause we're there, yeah. you know, we, we talked about Sunday morning is only one hour of our work week, right? We're, we're right. working 40 hours on average, you know, it's only one hour, but it's far and away the most visible hour of what we do. And right. the main reason we have a job, like this right. is, you know, everything you can do the other 39 hours is for this one hour. Um, what are some, what are some risks that, that people are facing? I was uh, having a conversation this week um, with a guy in the area and we're talking about how we get more collaboration among churches and, and kind of saying, you know, the, the big churches, his point was, you know, we talked to some of these big churches 
And uh, he didn't name names, not throwing anybody under the bus, but it's kind of like, hey, you know, um, my microphone, you know, busted. Oh, I got I got an extra microphone. No problem. Or, you know, my soundboard, you know, crapped out on me. Um, hey, we've got a spare. We can loan you for a couple of weeks or whatever. But it's like, hey, I need a, I need more drummers on my team. No, we'll we'll pray into that for you. Like but you have <laughs> you have five drummers. Can I borrow one? It's like, right. right, right. Um, and I'm not saying that every multi-site big church is like that because I, I do know others that are are very collaborative. Um, in fact, the one near me is a multi-site church, and I know that you know they've collaborated with other churches in the area. But you know, as you're if you're in a church that's growing, that's expanding, maybe your role you're taking on more in your role. What are some things we should watch out for as worship leaders? What do you guys think? Well, I was going to back up just a touch with something you said about not wanting your job to drive where you ended up. Because mm, that's sure. definitely what I've done for the last few churches. Shame <laughs> on you. My, so no, be, so be mindful of that, right? right? I mean, be mindful of that. I mean, <clears throat> um, yeah, as you, as, you, as you go for that. But I think, I think also, too, when you say, hey, I can, I can lend you a microphone. I can lend you, like, I can lend out a lot of gear. Mm -hmm. I have no problem with that. But lending out people, and again, <laughs> everygivensunday.com, I used to believe this was, this was where it was at. I can lend out people, but then those people aren't coming to their church with sure. their family. Right. You know, so I, it's not the same as gear. I mean, it's, it's an asset, right? It's a resource, but it's not the same. Now, if you mm -hmm. have five, you know, one right. Sunday a month, you can go help out another church. And I think right. that's where I, I lean because um, you you, you don't want, you want people to be able to take a Sunday off. Right. But if you also see people that have the Sunday off and then they're not there, hmm. you know, you're like, uh, you know, jobs and life. And I mean, I get right. it, but like if consistently they're just, they're going to another church even, <laughs> right. or yeah. they're just not going anywhere or, you know, like it, it's uh it's a red flag there too, where you're just like, Hey, you should, you should come be with us. And yeah, you know, uh, Check yeah, your no, heart, but check your heart. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. <laughs> no, I, didn't I mean that's that's that something. No, seriously. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that's something that we as worship leaders we're up in front of people. We you know by default are kind of you know quote unquote influencers. Um yeah. And yeah, it does kind of stroke our ego a little bit to to have that position, and so that checking your heart is is a big part of that. Yeah. I, and I think too, like, yeah, exactly. Being on stage is a stage is a weird place. Um, mm. because platform, however people you say do it. see yeah. you. Right. Well, no, sorry. Not the word itself. The actual, the actual physical. <laughs> I, I'm just saying that for the listeners. <laughs> oh, okay. Right, right, right. Stage platform. Yes. Uh, whatever it might be. Um, it, uh, it's a weird place to be because you are in front of people. If you have any sort of ego, if you have any sort of rock star mentality, um, it, it can be a dangerous place. Whereas, right. you know, I always say nobody cleans toilets for the fame, right? Like if you, <laughs> if you're cleaning toilets, nobody's seeing you do it. You're not telling anybody about it. Now, the difference being you posting on Instagram, Hey, look at me cleaning a toilet. You know, like that's why did you, why did you clean the toilet? You know? So, right. I mean, I think, uh, you know, keeping all that to yourself, uh, and not praying out loud, like the Pharisees kind of thing. Um, you know, like you really, and that's was part of my discussion sometimes as onboarding new volunteers. Like, why do you want to be on the stage? You know, like mm. uh, if we were to turn off all the lights and nobody knew it was you, you'd still be cool with it. Or, right. 
you know, and we've done services where we were in the back or we were spread mm. out through the congregation or whatever, because we, we don't need to be on stage. It helps because right. you can see people's, I mean, even just this podcast, being able to see you guys, it helps intelligibility, right? right? Sure. Mm-hmm. But the words are on the screen when you're singing, you don't right. need to be up there. I mean, you could play a CD and as long as everybody's singing, <laughs> you know, like you don't need all that. <laughs> so I think words, Mr. Hamill. <laughs> as long as everybody's singing, right? right. What's the no, goal, I, right? I hear you. I the hear goal you. is to get them to worship, right? right. It's, mm. um, but we all like playing music. And so right. it's enjoyable as well. But you would, uh, <laughs> my buddy, Alan, he used to say, I, I, uh, I play drums for free. I get paid to set up and tear down. Right. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I'll do it for free. If you have a drum kit, I don't even need to get paid because I just show up and play. And that's the fun part. Right. Sure. But the prep time and the setup and the tear down and the driving and the gas and the, all that stuff um, uh, is the less fun part. So right. the planning, the picking songs, the dealing with painful volunteers, the, you right. know, all of that, the scheduling, scheduling. I would be in so many more bands if I, didn't have to schedule the other people. <laughs> well, Mark, let me tell you about the service called Planning Center. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, just like, yeah. Like as long as, just, yeah. as long as people actually uh, <laughs> black out and respond and whatnot. I've seen those problems before too. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think, well, even this podcast, I was trying to find a time to get three people in the same room. At the, you know, like right. it's hard. I mean, yeah. obviously time change, time zones messed with that. But um, yeah, I think as the church gets bigger, you do have to, you have to even harder check your ego sure. uh, and see why you're doing it and whatnot. Um, yeah. And then other risks include now you have more volunteers and you right. have more people that you have to onboard properly and you have mm-hmm. to maybe fire. And I think one of the, I, I see a lot of people, and it's not a bad thing necessarily, but a lot of people getting advice in like, uh, I'm trying to think what the name of the thing is, but like Paul Belosh and Christy Knuckles and even Corey Asbury at this, at this point, like, thank you, worship circle. Like the, those guys probably haven't ever, or if they have, it was a long time ago, had to fire a volunteer. Right. <laughs> you know, like, sure. uh, you know, like, so, and then. Um, and that's different than firing a paid person. <laughs> it's sure. harder. It's weirder. Right. I don't know. Like to, to be like, Hey, you're not a part of this team anymore, you know, right. like, and then to deal with the consequences of that, the initial conversations, one thing, but then like, well, are they still come into that church or did the whole family go to another church or did, you know, are they going to any church or, um, right. Well, that's the risk you, you're tying it to their, to their faith, to their, I mean, a to overstate it, but to their salvation, you know, it's, it's, you're directly influencing their experience with the church. And if they're not right, you know, if it's their lack of skill, not their lack of faith, then hopefully they, they can, you know, differentiate between that. But if their faith is tied to their being a member of the team, I mean, that's a, yeah, it's a, well, and it, a dicey and it can, situation. and it can ripple so hard because if those kids, if those, now those kids don't ever go to church. Right. And not that you mm-hmm. need church for salvation, <laughs> but it helps. Sure <laughs> so, and I've never, and I've never fired a volunteer over skill. Um, you can train skill yeah. most of the time, sometimes, but almost like always. almost, always. but like character and, 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 and other issues. Um, uh, yeah. And so 
I think too, when I I've left, I've left people, uh, on the schedule more than maybe I should have, or other people should, would have, or whatever. Um, because you want them there, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, I'm like, if you, if you're not scheduled, you're probably not going to show up, which right. we discussed just a few minutes ago. But if that's the case, well, then I'm going to schedule you <laughs> because I want sure. you close. I want you here. You know, the only right. way you're going to listen to a sermon is if it's between two songs, <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> right. so, so let's, let's get you on the schedule and keep you here. Um, and I feel like I've, I've seen people stop going to a church after I left because, um, because not because of me, not because it's a call to personality or anything, but because they weren't being scheduled. <laughs> so, cause I wasn't scheduling them. So, right. and then now you're like, wow, you don't go to a church at all. Maybe you'll come back later, but like, it's weird for somebody that's, you know, played for a year. Right. And then you're like, well, you're not going at all because I'm not putting you on the schedule. Whoops. And and it's not you. It's It's a question of identity, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, it's not, I'm, I'm the singer. It's not on you. Right. Right. It's not on you to make sure they go to church, but I oftentimes put it on me. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So I guess, I mean like two things. It's an outreach. (laughs) Sure. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. I guess two things to, to take away from that one is, and you didn't say this verbatim, but I've heard the phrase, you know, it's easier to, easier to say no up front than it is to mm. fire or let the you know, volunteer go later on. 100%. Um, I think that's always important to remember for churches of any size. Like I think sometimes, and this maybe is a small church problem. If you don't have a deep pool of volunteers and you get some warm body who's willing to come serve, you're like, yes, yes, yes. And then you realize like, mm. you know, you know, oh, yeah, I for think sure. especially hard if they've got the, the skill and they don't have the, um, the personality, the, the faith, you know, all the other stuff that's probably more important at the end of the day. Well, those you know, soft skills are harder to identify during sure. an interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Skill is easy, right? You play right. and you're like, hey, look, you can play. Great. Right. But I think <laughs> like, we've, we've probably all been in a position where we bring on a, a highly skilled player only to find out that they're a jerk, you know, and you kind of mm-hmm. wish like, man, I, you know, that's, yeah, that's, uh, if you haven't been there, uh, and you've been leading will worship be. more than five years, then you are very blessed. And, uh, um, well, I think yeah, too, and- like you see, not that everybody's this way. And I, wa- I was watching somebody talk about Robin Williams. Um, but a lot of times you, you can't have everything as a person, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the three of us are blessed with good looks, but you, Absolutely. you can't. So, so we're not very good singers, <laughs> basically. No. but like, so you can't have everything. So it's almost a red flag. If you audition somebody and they're like better than, you know, Steve Weckl on drums, you're like, Hmm, I wonder what's, what else is wrong with this? Right. <laughs> what's sure. wrong with this person? Well, you know, it, the it, Beatles had issues. Right. It, it <laughs> like, definitely is hard to hard to figure out. But that's why I mean, employers are you know going on social media as part of the interview process. Oh, because, yeah. yeah. They're they're trying to find those. It is easier to find those deficits now because we all have them. And in the digital age, you know, you can. Yeah, we broadcast them ourselves. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's right. why my Instagram feed is very, very quiet. I've never so. posted. I've never posted a single post on Instagram. There's one post. It was my sister tag me, <laughs> wow. but, uh, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, they say that too, that it's easier. It's, it's hard to get rid of a bad hire. 
I mean, that's in every Absolutely. industry. It's oh, hard to, sure. get, yeah. I mean, even like in like other, like bigger industries, you talk about IBM, like it's a lot of work to fire somebody it is. like, because you have to, you're going to get sued if you do it for the wrong reasons or like you right. have to prove that they, sh- you know, even right. in States where it's like no fault, I don't know what they call it, but like you, Oh, I'm, I'm in an at will state. And I had to fire somebody once and yeah. they contested yeah. it. I had to go yeah. to an employment hearing and yeah, yeah, it was a lot of work. It's a it lot took of work. Months to, yep. to fire this person. So it's um, easier to just not schedule a volunteer <laughs> and <laughs> you know, like, like <laughs> office space, it'll just work itself out. Right. Like, but it's, it's not, uh, it's, uh, and then there's consequences, you know, like they start bad mouthing the church on social. They, I mean, I don't, I've seen so many, you guys have been around, you know, we had 25,000 people in worship leaders plus, like you see all the, you, sure. you see it all, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, Hey, this lady's bad mouth in the, our church, you and know, the, and, and that was I let one her of the go. Reasons, yeah. That was one of the reasons we wanted to start this podcast is just to show that, you know, we can have differing opinions, but still, you know, respect each other, still yeah. have a dialogue instead of, you know, going off and tweeting something or, or commenting something. And that's right. another problem of, of text. You don't see the heart. You don't Oof. hear the heart behind that. And you automatically make assumptions based on your own background, your 100%. own, you know, what you've learned in your, your in your yeah. bubble. And you're comparing yourself to, to their situation and assuming that you know what's best. Right. Where we're, we're all just trying to do what's best in our current situation. Yep. Yep. Well, and, uh, I mean, gosh, you know, social media and, and not being able to read into that and, and your own lens and all that. I mean, like Dave Nolette and I, we fought hard when we first met online hmm. and now we're best of friends, <laughs> you know, like it was just like, it, it, you know, and I think if we would have had the conversations that we were having in the beginning, like this mm-hmm. with video and audio, like it wouldn't have been as bad as it was, you know, like, you know, and there've been multiple people like that. And I feel like I'm mostly innocuous on Facebook for the most part. I try to just be, but I, but I, I don't know, like it's not, not to us. It's not, it doesn't always come off that way because it is text and you're just reading it and, you know, so, uh, but once you get to learn people and you have a little more, you know, whatever, know that we're all sarcastic. We're yeah. all very sarcastic. Well, that that's the, yeah. I mean, that's exactly it. We're you know in a, a Facebook group. You know, so so the three of us all met through the Worship Leaders Plus uh, Facebook group. Um, if you're not in the group, jump over and, and hop on. Uh, the good far right, and answer the questions, one, please answer, answer the questions, questions yes. and don't so be I'm... sarcastic in the questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, you let me on. No, uh, <laughs> before um, the questions, probably. <laughs> I think they were there, but yeah, I think the group was right around. 10,000 or so when I, I was under 10,000, I think just barely, but, um, but yeah, it's, it, you get to know there's act certainly active members in the group and you get to know their personality a little bit if you're following posts and you can immediately see, oh, they're, they're telling a funny joke. Um, and seen so many posts blow up because the original poster doesn't, they're new to the group. They don't know the tone that somebody was intending it to. And all of a sudden they didn't use a search feature. Oh, yeah. use the well, search. That, I haven't seen it. that in a while. Anybody to say that? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess going back to that, you said something earlier, Mark, that I thought was was important. It was not a question. So I, I came from a church that we we were an inclusive ministry, which I think is a topic for another pod sometime. Um, there were no auditions per se. You did have to meet a minimum 
baseline. Um, hmm. But asking that question, you know, if you're because th- there was still like an interview process, you know, it's not like we we're just like, yeah, you have a pulse. Come on. Um, you can clap <laughs> on one and three. Um, Here, here's a guitar. I'll hand it right. to you. <laughs> um, but that question of why do you want to be on the platform stage altar, whatever your church calls it, why yeah. do you want to be there? Um, then yeah, if there were no lights, if we told you to go stand in the back, you know, behind the back row and sing one of the coolest church setups is ever a part of, um, you could see the worship team, but they were off to this totally off to the side. It was mm, an, uh, mm. it was an Episcopal church and, you know, Episcopal church, the, the, the altar is front and center because communion is the focal point of right. Sunday morning. So that's what's front and center. Um, and I've heard it said, you can always tell what's most important to a denomination by what's front and center, um, mm, which I think yeah. there's a lot of truth to that. Um, you know, but so in this the church, offering the, baskets, <laughs> exactly. We were talking about sarcasm, oh, sarcasm, yeah. sarcasm. Hey, hey, hey. Um, but this, this worship team was off to the side. You, I mean, you would have to turn your head. If you were in the front row, you had to turn your head hard, hard left to look at them. If you're mm. in the back row, it's kind of a, maybe a 20 degree angle. Right, right, right. So there was still that visual, like you knew where the music was coming from. You knew who was leading it, but you were looking up at the altar. The screen was up there. Like that was, everybody was still looking forward. Um, right. And like physically, I remember seeing that and be like, man, I wish we could do this in my church. We didn't have, I mean, it would have been a construction project to make that change. <laughs> right. Um, but man, I was just thinking, yeah, like let's get the people out of the spotlight um, right. and put Jesus back in. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I think if, you know, if there's maybe one takeaway, if you're not already asking that question, and I'm sure a lot of people are, they're like, hey, I already knew that. Um, but man, you know, why do you want to be, why do you want to be here? Why do you want to be in front of people? And, and I think if we're the leader, we should probably be asking ourselves that question. I was thinking that myself, like, how would I answer that question? I got to think about that. I mean, and I, I have, I have, I can say I have pure selfless motives. Um, I don't, I don't need to be a rock star, but at least not on Sunday morning, but, uh, I don't know how else I would answer that question other than Mm. just, if you were to, you know, Vulcan mind meld, you would see that I, I'm selfless and pure in that motivation. But, um, I think also the other thing you said, it would be a construction project. Well, what if you just focused on making sure everybody's heart was right? Mm-hmm. It's a lot mm-hmm. harder, right? It's a lot harder yeah. and it's harder to tell. Right? right. But, um, but it's, it would be free. <laughs> like, I don't know. Oh, it would yeah. be, it would be a, or I mean, it would be a copy of uh, Rory Lo- Nolan's heart of the artist or something. Um, just to, and, and you'd probably have to be willing to let people go or have them step down if they at mm-hmm. some point went, Oh, you know what? No, oh, my motives are not pure. They are not selfless. Give me a second. Let me work on that. You know? Right. And, and, uh, well, one of the other topics that we discussed a little bit in the group chat was, uh, um, uh, saved versus non saved musicians on the team. Yeah. You know, and it, that would be a similar little gray area where you'd be like, why do you want to be on the stage if you're not even saved? You know, right. we'd still love, I mean, in my opinion, we still love to have you, but like, you know, like why, right. why would you want to be? Cause you like music. Okay, well, that's not selfless. I mean, that's not selfish, right? right? I just like music and I want to help out. I like what this church does in the community. So, and they need a bass player and I play bass six nights a week in 
coffee shops and bars and everything else, I can play on Sunday morning for you guys for free because you guys, I don't know, you guys do VBS and my kids go to VBS every summer. So I'm going to help you out. Sure. Like, you yeah. know, like well, you yeah, don't, ne- you don't need ways, to have a but... Jesus reason. <laughs> like it's fine. Uh, right. And even more so if you're not saved, I wouldn't expect you to have a Jesus reason, I guess, you know, because sure. <laughs> why would you? So last question on the topic before we wrap up, um, cause I know we're coming up on, on time here, but, um, how do we foster community instead of competition among churches? Cause I, I feel like, yeah, I, I've never been at the big church. I feel like there isn't competition among there, maybe because they've arrived, you know, um, mm. Because mm-hmm. everyone's chasing them, so there's no one for them to compete with. <laughs> right, um, you're right at the front. Right, but for the rest of us, it's kind of like, hey, you know, how do we, you know, if we're running the race together, how do we, you know, link arms and go down this journey collaboratively instead of, you know, push each other down? What was the meme going around? If if you're being chased by a bear, don't push down your, <laughs> your slowest friend. friend. Um, you don't have to push down the slowest friend. They're already right, slower than right. you. <laughs> exactly. Just tighten your uh, laces and get at it. <laughs> come on, but, guys. Come on, guys. <laughs> for the for the worship leader team, yeah, how do we how do we do that? I mean, have you guys have you guys done anything in your community? Mark, you mentioned uh um is it a Facebook group for for yes. worship leaders in, in Yeah, your San town? Diego has a great um worship leader Facebook group. Um and uh started by a guy named Kyle Hildebrand who does not live in San Diego anymore. Um, but I I often, I think you've probably seen this, I often encourage in Worship Leaders Plus, if you don't have a local to you geographical group, um, start one. Right. They're not that hard. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's not that hard to admin one of those. Um and usually it's in the context of people needing musicians <laughs> and sure. it goes back yeah. to like, just be content with who you have. Stop right. trying to, you know, and I, I get it. Some, you know, you, you know, you have bass players every Sunday, but not this Sunday, right. you know, bring somebody on, I get it. But, um, and pressure from leadership above you. But, um, yeah, if you don't have a good geographically located to you group, um, start one because it's so nice. Again, I got a broken microphone or I need help. Does anybody else use a, you know, a pre-sona series three that can help me with the routing right. blah, blah, you know, just local to you people. Uh, and then James Parker on the group, he has started a, uh, I think it's maybe monthly or so. I have never been able to make it even though I'm unemployed <laughs> schedules never worked out, um, to where I, uh, I can make it, but they, he gets together and, and I'm, there's another guy that either helps fund it or something. I'm not sure how it all works, but they have food, they nice. do some singing, they have, they go through a topic, they, they, you know, and they all meet together, um, about once a month or so. Um, so it's not necessarily helping out each other's churches indirectly right. it is, but you're helping out the other people on staff or in leadership, uh, to get together, uh, and do that. Uh, and then another guy, John Robertson, he does some songwriting meetups. Um, so if you're interested in that, you have an instant, you know, uh, group of people that, you know, uh, write so that want to write songs together too. Uh, so having just local people is so nice. Now that being said, worship leader plus, and you know, zoom and all these other things you can have those sorts of things online too you know have a little community 
Um, but being able to physically go out there, you know, like, Hey, uh, this, this guitar is acting weird. Can you, anybody can come out and check this out and, right. and, uh, and do stuff like that, uh, is super beneficial. Um, right. I think it's easy to, easy to dislike the faceless name at the other church, right? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, but if you know the guy, like, yeah, all of a sudden now you're rooting for him. It's like. Yeah, you know, or girl. I mean, it's not three right. guys here. Just the way I said that, but you know, yeah. you're if if you don't know what the other church is doing, if you don't know who those people are, it's easy to kind of I don't want to say harbor resentment against them, but you know, write them off for whatever reason. Um, well, and I I feel and I feel like big check your heart if you, if you're having issues with other churches in your area like why <laughs> why would you why would you ever i don't know like are are they poaching musicians are they are are they taking congregants and money that you could have in your seats on set like why would you possibly you know like i'm sure i mean i'm sure that i've had thoughts where like you see somebody post a video or blah 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 and you're like uh look at this guy thinking they're all this or whatever like right. but like it's very superficial and it's just a video like if you really if i step back i'd be like well, i don't have any problem with that church like you know i mean maybe you disagree with how they're doing it maybe that you disagree with the theology maybe whatever so many other reasons to <laughs> dislike a church but like in general you would just be like cool another church i don't know <laughs> I don't right. right. I just don't have that. that. I don't have that in me. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's that it's that mind shift change, right? We're not in competition with other churches. Like, who cares, right? Right. Like, we want to build up the the global church to bring glory to God and bring more people to to Christ. Right. Like, uh, we had a demographic study done two or three years ago, just in a five mile radius around our church, and hmm. out of our out of our members, I think that are our community influence was less than half of a percent. Just our, wow. just our one church, you right. know, and yeah. we have a, we have a medium sized church, four to 500 people yeah. between yeah, yeah. two, two gatherings. Um, but Don't still, break. you know, you look at, and there's quite a few churches per capita in that five mile radius, but still all of us churches together are still not even 10% of the community hmm. represented. Right. So right. let's, let's take our focus off competing with each other and let's, you know, link arms and, and link resources if we can, you know, based yeah. on, on leadership and everything. But as, yeah. as worship leaders, we can only do so as much as we can do. Right. Right. Absolutely. Well, I think, I think too, it's easier to dislike a church that's local to you than mm-hmm. one across the country. Cause like, you're not necessarily competing. Like people aren't leaving my church to go to Sam's church, you know, like sure. it's mm-hmm. like, so, and, and if they are, there's some other reason, you know, like right. I, I'm very content and happy with, um, training people up and having them leave, you know, and I've had people leave, you know, I've spent a lot of time on people and then they get another job somewhere else, you know, or they military, they go get stationed somewhere else. Um, am I ever like, Oh gosh, I wish I hadn't spent so much time on them. No, I still spend time on them. I still text and chat and they still ask me questions and they, you know, it's still very much a, a mentor mentee relationship at times, even though I don't even have a church. (laughs) I'm not even, you know, like it's uh, whatever, like I'm happy to, happy to help. Um, 
But uh, I think when it's local to you, it does feel more like a competition because there's only so many musicians. Right. But in reality, I think it comes back to, again, just be content with what you have, you know, and at the same time, I think locally, geographically, you could use resources to give some of the leaders a break, you know, like Sam, hopefully you're able to get a break with, you know, 500 people, um, get some Sundays off and whatnot. But there was plenty of times where I felt like I could never take a Sunday off. Right. Um, you know, and, and either because, uh, I didn't have a mu- uh, another musician or I didn't have another vocalist or whatever. Um, the benefit with a lot of us is we do both, you know, mm-hmm. so like it could just be me, I can play guitar and sing and you know, whatever. Um, but so then a lot of times I needed two people to replace me, you know, and I needed to train up somebody else to do everything else I did on a Sunday. Um, and you still don't get a Sunday, you don't still don't get the week off cause you still have to pick the songs and schedule it and <laughs> do right. everything else, right. you know, but I, uh, that blog post I wrote for, for Dwayne's group, next level worship about, you know, pretending like you're leaving, you know, when I left, it was a, <laughs> it was eye opening. I thought I had done well. And you're like, oh my gosh, like you, you guys don't know where all the bodies are buried. <laughs> you know, like you don't know, <laughs> you don't know where. And I, and I, I still get texts and so emails and questions. So close to Mexico. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? So close to Mexico. I still get, I still get, uh, texts and messages and, you know, like, uh, this isn't working. And I, and I help people troubleshoot, but like, you know, teaching somebody the whole workflow, I, I'm not good at that. I'm not good at writing procedures. Mm-hmm. Um, even though at some point I was a process engineer, but like, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't, I, maybe I don't just spend enough time on it, um, to really lay out the flow of how to turn all of this on. Um, and part of that problem is I didn't have enough time. We were always changing things. We were, we mm-hmm. never got really to a steady state. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you have to teach the person at that state, but pretending like you're going to leave so that you can actually take a Sunday off without any worry. I mean, that's a huge, that's a huge yeah. thing. But, um, if you have some resources in your community near you to be able to bring somebody else in and cover for you, if you're at a really small church. Yeah. That'd um, be huge. Yeah. That would be nice. Sabbath is critical. So, Right. All right, Mark. Well, we uh, we appreciate your time, buddy. We uh, I think we're yeah, a little no over worries. the time we said we we're going to be. We do have one final question. I think you answered it uh, at the top, but uh, Sam, you want to you want to hit him with the last question here? What was that again? Remind me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the question. What is it again? I've, this is Mark's just been so engaging. I've just been drawn in, and and I forgot what we talked about at the top. No, no worries, no worries. So our our final question that we'll ask is, uh, are you team sloppy or team unforeseen? Oh, definitely sloppy wet. All right. Uh, have have uh, kids? When you have kids, I think it changes for you. I uh, <laughs> I feel true. like I feel like unforeseen is. Uh, uh, no, I don't know. You just have to deal with the meta. You just have to deal with the metaphor that that sure. it's God isn't sloppy, but it's seems that way same with reckless right it's the same thing you just yeah you, oh yeah it's artistry well, that's, that's, right that's a different podcast i mean and it's artistry uh, and and uh i've you know i i've heard the end of uh john mark mcmillan doing it and you know and you know the whole thing so yeah all right one for team team sloppy yep always 
Well, thank right, you man. again, Mark. This this was a joy to have you on. And, thank you, uh, gents. Happy to do it anytime. Time. Like I said, I'm unemployed, so hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> we will definitely have you back in the future. Thanks. Outstanding. All right. All right. Peace out, kids. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to the Sloppy and Unforeseen podcast. We had such a great time with this episode, and we hope that you'll follow us and that you'll leave us a, a kind review. That would be really great. And yeah, if you uh, want to reach out to us, send us your questions, send us your podcast topic ideas. You can reach out to us at sloppy unforeseen, all one word, at gmail.com, or hit us up on Instagram, send us a DM. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you thought of the episode. Hey, until next time, uh, stay sloppy and unforeseen, my friends. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>